Hey, it's something that's been um, on my mind uh, since, really since Nipsey's funeral. Well, actually since he died. And, you know, I just been keeping my stuff, but it's probably people that need to hear this. So, you know, what I wanted to say was to the person who murdered Nipsey, you know what I'm saying? And to people like that who take somebody's life uh, out of impulse or for revenge or whatever the case may be, you're making a permanent solution to a temporary problem. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, that's not how you solve the problem. You know, and I don't know if you know the value of a life for real. Because when you take somebody's life, you set back their family, you send a whole lineage back, generally. What I mean by that is, like, I know for a fact my grandma was working for my mom and my brother. I don't even have kids. I'm definitely already working for my kids and my kids' kids. And when you take somebody's life, all that back. And for what? For something that could have been communicated better. You know what I'm saying? Now, I myself am a terrible communicator. I've been working on it. I'm, I'm becoming better. You know what I'm saying? It takes a lot of effort. But I have noticed that in men, you know, and in black men, like, we talk to communicate certain ways. You know, we talk to be tough. We talk to Staying tough, you know what I'm saying? You know, get your revenge or, you know, retaliate, you know, do violence, all that type of shit, right? But, you know, we're losing kings, you know, my Luther King, keep losing my business, you're going to keep losing them, you know, so, and for what? You know? And I think we just put our egos aside, put our pride aside. I mean, who knows? Maybe we will still have a lot of the. I just remember growing up, my mama always used to say, and people always used to say, communication can save a nation. And it, it didn't mean shit to me, but now it definitely has. Um, I don't mean it. Fact. All right, guys. Welcome to the first episode of Land of the Hopeless. Um, Briz, alongside me is uh, Nat. We got Wes, a.k.a. Big X-Ray. And K Rock, uh, I hate that name, Big X Ray. So just like, um, <laughs> you just call me X, bro. It's cool. We have no, he's actually running late, but he wants to be introduced as Xavier the Great. But um, I wanted to start that Big Sean video because I feel like it was pretty deep, and it actually came like right before we started recording this, and it kind of leads into why I wanted to do this in the first place. But I'll start with you guys before I go. Uh, what do you guys feel about that video? Have you all taken the time to listen to it beforehand? I mean, we yeah. have to do pre-production, but yeah. So, uh, who wants to start it off? Um, I, I mean, okay, I go. you got a lot. Yeah, I guess I'll go. Well, <laughs> uh, first off, let me start by saying rest in peace, Nip. Um, it's been an honor to be able to share the same flag color with you, and um. I know many people like to stereotype, you know, gangbangers and gangsters in a certain way that they know nothing about. But he was actually one that actually, you know, used this platform to show that being in the streets is bigger than just being some type of killer or some robber or some murderer. He showed that, you know, being in the streets, sometimes you can be just, you know, that king to your people to uplift uplift excuse me everybody in your community and 
Um, Nipsey stood for something, and his death, I mean, it still affects me to this day. I don't know if it affects y'all, <laughs> but it still yeah. affects me. Yeah, it still affects me to this day because, like I said, um, you know, the color, that's just a family. So, uh, pretty much, Big Sean, what he said, it was it was powerful, and I agree with everything he said. I mean, a killer, that's selfish. Not only do you take that person's life, but you take away the gift from his family, so it, it hurts. But that's all I got to say on it. Go I ahead. definitely oh. sorry, my bad. Not you. Um, I definitely feel uh, uh, what Big Sean was saying. Um, I know that there's like a lot more behind all that stuff, but I I've never been the one to really feel like when people be you know upset at each other, whatever, decent and shit, like everybody's so quick to resort to violence and pick up a gun and think that they're so like big, hard and bad about it. But what Big Sean is saying, it takes more of a man to actually communicate and express yourself and actually speak on something before just resorting to violence and ending it like that and destroying lives for people. It's definitely selfish and it don't make you big. It don't make you bad. It don't, I don't feel like that's any respect for nobody. It's true. Wes? Well, my thing is, I agree with Sean. I agree with that. Rest in peace, Nip. That's my man's, you know. He got me out through a lot of struggles with his music. But at the same time, though, you got to think, I mean, not everybody thinks about what that man was feeling, the man who killed Nip, what he was feeling. Like, the man... He was a snitch, right? You know, like, and Nip called him out in front of everybody. So the man, the man was a snitch and he was hurting. And yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you gotta, you have to come hard. You know, you have to come harder than whoever just came at you because that's what it is in the streets. Like, it's, you're a product of your environment, just like Nip was. But Nip made the most out of it. Just Yeah, not everybody had the mind Nip had, so. Yep. Uh, I get that part, but I mean, I do think the overall image, like you know, just in the black community in general, I feel like we always resort to violence versus you know words. I think it's we pride. always think we defend our pride with our fists, not our words. So mm-hmm. I think that's just a thing that we need to break. You know, as us, uh, as just even just as individuals, you know, we just do our part. And you know, like damn, like this person just cut me off. I really want to fuck his shit up. But maybe I should think, take into consideration, like, maybe what he's going through. Like, maybe he's going through a divorce. Or maybe his kids just, like, you know, said they want to play tennis instead of basketball. Something like that. But, so. I feel like communication is portrayed as such as a female aspect. Like, nah, I ain't going to talk to him. You know, fuck that. You know, like, talking about it is le- makes you less of a person. And violence is better uh, choice. Yeah. And you know, ain't not to cut you off, but you know, I agree with y'all. But at the end of the day, y'all gotta think though. Him calling him a snitch and calling him, like calling him out in front of people, and that caused you to take this man life. It had to be bigger than that. He had to. It had to be some sense of hate, jealousy, or envy before all of this. So it's it's bigger than him just calling him a snitch. It's you just gotta watch watch who you be around. You know. <laughs> That's my soundboard. 
Uh, Mike Katalos, uh, my surprise. But anyway, mm-hmm. back from the, on the Nip thing. Uh, Nip was kind of like the inspiration to all of this. Wes, get out the toilet and you'll have better reception. Uh, why, I get, why I get booted off? No, I'm on Wi-Fi. <laughs> right. Well, Nip was kind of inspiration to all of this, you know. His death was shot, like, you know, sent huge waves throughout the hip-hop community. And I think just the world in general. So it kind of got me thinking, what can I do, you know, better myself and better my situation and, you know, pick the people up around me and help them get to another level, you know, along with me. So, I mean, I'm a huge, huge, huge uh, supporter of the Joe Button podcast. Uh, So, all right, you need to relax. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Two hours later. (laughs) Yeah. But I think that, you know, I think that, you know, the way Nip did it, the way he, because I tell everybody all the time, bro, you're, you're not, you don't have to be who your environment made you be. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you can always better yourself. And that's what, you know, Kay's doing right now. You know what I'm saying? He, he's, he's doing big things right now. That's what you're doing, BJ. Like, that's what I did when I joined the military. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you try to better yourself. Yeah, living proof, and, man. Yeah, and I think people who get stuck in that way, like, you don't have to be stuck. You don't have to be 30, 35 years old gangbanging, bro. Like, you don't have to do that. And, and if everybody, you know, tells you to, you know, like, your boys aren't your boys if they, if they want you to stay in that life. Yeah. There's only two things in that life, bro. It's, it's in a box or it's in jail. That's it. Mm-hmm. In a box or in a box. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, box with no windows, box with windows and bars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm just saying, man, like, your boys ain't your boys if they don't want you to stay on that, to get out of that life. Yeah. And that's... And I, I hate the aspect where people be like, oh, you know, you changed or whatever. And I, it's like, but I, I'm bettering myself. So what is the, what's the issue? Yeah, yeah people going to say that regardless. They're going to say you changed. They're going to do all this talking. But at the end of the day, when you move away and when you go and get yourself better, if those people don't talk to you anymore, they was fake. Yeah. You know, and I you reach don't, out you to all them. Exactly. I reach out to all my peoples. It doesn't matter what they do. doesn't matter. You know, as long as they're they moving forward, they, then that's good. I'm with you, man. I support you 110%. You need me to buy a $40 T-shirt? I got you. You need me to buy, you know, $40 cookie basket? I got you. I want to eat yeah. the cookie Fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's where I feel like you don't need validation from anybody. But when, no. if somebody ever say you change, just let them know I didn't change. I just changed my routes. Mm-hmm. That's it. Exactly. Yeah, you can still be the same person, but just with better intentions, better like aspects of life. That's it. Yep. Either you gonna love me or hate me. Either way, I'm gonna right. be good. I'm gonna be me regardless. So, yep. <laughs> well, that kind of feeds into like you know the next following topic. So before we even get into that, I just want to kind of, you know, I guess maybe describe between all of us, like, with the direction we're trying to go with the podcast. Me, so I'm trying to use it more as a means, you know, for freedom of expression, obviously. And, you know, you know, provide that voice. Because, you know, there's people all over the world feeling the same things we feel and having the same conversation we're going to be having here. And, you know, I just want to, you know, speak for the unheard and, you know, provide that platform, not for just us, but everybody else out there. And it kind of uh, goes into the topic that we you know we kind of all talked about. I don't know if we all talked about it, but the whole uh, how the hip hop elders all embrace the youth. Um, oh, man. Yeah, we're going to get into that right now. 
Yes, sir. Uh, uh, Kay, you start because you know I mean you had the most uh, <laughs> strong. <laughs> uh, I see where this is going. K start every topic. Okay. All right. Well, you know me. Uh, what what can I start with this? Because I do have a lot to say. I know you. Nat- Natalie, Natalie, go ahead, Natalie. Just just take us away for a second. <laughs> I mean, but what in what aspect though? Like the fact that the olders kind of look down on them, or what? Um, basically. How do you feel about it? Yeah, basically I mean, how. I feel like it goes either way. I mean, you yeah. know, a lot of these younger rappers, they are more like. I mean, but I feel like everyone kind of just start off. Not everyone. I'm sorry, but. Some people start off just trying to, you know, go with the hype, get into it so they can get a following. And I don't necessarily see that as a bad thing, you know. You're trying to get your followers up. You're trying to, you know, create something so you have more of a platform to build off of what you really want to say. Or maybe if you really ain't got nothing to say, you're just trying to make some hype music. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Um, But I do feel like, you know, people who are more lyrical and actually speak more, more meaning yeah. in they stuff. They do look at new age rappers like, oh, they're not about nothing. They're not talking about nothing. They just print out stuff that's just that don't mean nothing. See, but don't yeah. you feel like that creates like that resentment that we were talking about? You know, with killing the Nipsey and stuff. Like, yeah. You know, you going like you just trying to make a way for your family to eat, and then you got these you know older heads that you kind of probably looked up to. You know, yeah. Just hoping and that I, you got in the game that they embraced it. Yeah, and I think that you know that. That may hurt them, but at the same time, you have these younger rappers that are, are are going towards the older heads and like just talking shit for no reason as well. So it's not just the old heads looking down on the young people, but they also yeah they over here trying to create clout or whatever, just talking shit for no reason. Can I chime in? Go ahead. This, this, this Go is ahead. where we got to. This is exactly where we got to. Okay. Listen, I'm going to start by saying, okay, so you have the NBA Young Boys, the Kodak Blacks, the G Herbos. Those are young rappers that constantly have run-ins with the laws. And here you have the old heads that continue to point fingers at them. But when you think you have Snoop Dogg, a young Snoop Dogg that was fighting a murder case, a young T.I. that was fighting gun charges, a young Gucci man that was in and out of jail. And these are some of the higher ups that tend to point fingers at the youngins but they don't they don't like ever stop to think like damn i was young once so these these young kids got to learn on their own you know instead of just saying let me ask you can you even put kodak in that category because he keeps repeating the offense i mean how many times gucci went to jail though yeah i mean everybody (laughs) learns and grows at their own rate everybody learns and grows at their own rate i don't know yeah that's true whether you're a rapper or you're just somebody living a regular-ass life, there's a lot of niggas just go through it and repeat the same mistakes, and some people learn and some people don't. Natalie, I agree. Money don't change some niggas, honestly. Yeah, but, but at the same time, though, I think they're trying to figure out exactly, you know, like what we were saying. They're a product of their environment. They're getting money now. You know what I'm saying? They don't really know how to act with it because they didn't never have, like, money money like that. They had money, but, you know, not, like, millions. Yeah. And I think they try to figure out exactly what they're supposed to do in life and how they're supposed to act. Like, you know, they don't know how to, they don't know nothing but the streets. So they're trying to move forward. And I think, I think when you lose people like Nipsey, that's, that's a huge loss to everybody who thinks that, you know, 
the streets is life. You know what I'm saying? Because Nip was a – he was that guy. You know, he has a clothing line. You know, he was yeah. making movies. You know, he was doing he, – he was, he was buying up his neighborhood, you know, keeping the same people in the same neighborhood, no gentrification. Like, I mean – yeah, let me say I this. think that also kind of trails back to what we were saying before is that people, some people don't want to change. I, and I yeah. feel like sometimes in yeah. the industry, you know, people grow. I mean, hello, Jay-Z, he started somewhere and he's in a whole nother position right now. Yeah, some people look at him and say, oh, he changed. And I think that just like we said before, sometimes it's frowned upon. And I think that some of these current rappers and people, they they want to try to be like, oh, I'm not going to change. They trying to hold on to something. Yeah, and let me tell you, hey, let me tell you just one thing, because good is good and bad is bad, but y'all got to think how hip-hop evolved. Back then, these these kids were 20, 20 and up getting deals. These kids nowadays getting deals are 16, 15 years old, so they're getting millions of dollars. How do you think mm-hmm. they know how to act with millions of dollars being they so don't. young? They don't know how to act, so it's different. Yeah. <laughs> but I then guess, uh, it falls in on like the elders. They need to step in and you know mentor instead of you know condemn them and stuff. But the young cats don't want a mentor. That's the no, that's the problem. No, right? Here's where you got it wrong. The young cats want a mentor, but young cats don't want to feel like they're getting punked by the old cats like Ti when they run the social media to punk them instead of coming to them face to face. And, no, and you know what? I think that's another aspect too. Not to say anything about Nipsey or whatever, but instead of trying to call somebody out and embarrass them, it's also a conversation, man to man type thing too. Definitely. So you feel like that might have gotten Nipsey killed? The fact that he went about it the wrong well, way. Yeah, I mean, for the moment, you know, he he called him out and embarrassed him, honestly. And I, it may have been a different situation if he would have came to him on a different level. That's true. But well, a rat is a rat, though. Yeah, but to, one- say it, but to say it in front of everybody and to say it one-on-one is two different things. It's different. They can, he's, they can lucky he more. he's lucky he ain't get killed for that. He should have been dead for snitching. I mean, that's what they say, but where's, that's, 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 that's what the streets want you to believe. But where's really the code that lets you know that Snip, where's, 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 like somebody have to bring me a handbook that says you should get killed for doing that. As a man, I that's, felt it's like, all like street code. It's, in the it's an unwritten rule. It is. I don't know. I mean, you. And I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that. But at the same time, there's ways, like Natalie said, there's ways about going about certain things. If I'm a man, I would want somebody to address me like yeah. a man face to face. I would definitely I, respect somebody a little more who came to me on a, on a more man-to-man level than someone who's just trying to put me out and embarrass me. I'm, I mean, not that I'm going to take no rash uh, decisions, but, I mean, I'm definitely not going to, you know, you just don't feel the type of way. Yeah. But so you think it's okay to kill every person no. who embarrasses you? No, I don't. I'm just saying it could have been a different situation as well. No. I'm, I'm with you. But that's, that's OG, you know, oh, that's triple OG Nipsey. Like, he's going to do what he does regardless. He, that's, that's, and that dude did what he did regardless. Exactly. And I understand what he mean if he's saying that's OG Nipsey, but at the end of the day, Nipsey was preaching positivity. So if you're going to preach positivity, you got to preach it all the way through. And being face to face would have been a better situation than what happened. 
I agree. But but Cat knew what he was doing when he walked in that store. He knew that's Nipsey's store. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure he knew Nipsey knew. I mean, you know, I, I agree with you. Everything should be handled man to man. I mean, but people don't do that like that anymore. It's not like that anymore. You got young cats that won't even throw a fade. They'll shoot you instead of throw a fade. Like and that's that's what we said. The problem is that's the problem. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. definitely the problem. That's a huge problem. So, what do you think? Do you correct that issue at? Where does it start? I mean, it starts with within your parents. Yeah, it starts within your parents. But not everybody's parents are around, which is why I think some people even you know go lead towards the gang lifestyle because they look in search of family that belonging to somewhere. And BJ, that's true. That's true. But like Natalie said, look at Jay Z. Look at LeBron James. Some of the most successful people in this world don't have a father figure in their life. It's a mindset. Yeah, we can't keep using that excuse. It's a mindset. You gotta want to change. You got to. Yeah, you can blame some everything. Some people don't want to. That's not. It starts within you. You got to be the one to want to change. You can't say, oh, I ain't got no daddy, so I don't want to do this. That, come on now. That's yeah, same. yeah, at some point, you got to stop seeing yourself as a victim. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. You can't play the victim for the whole for your whole life. It's true. But if nobody, I think that's part of growing up, though, is realizing that the world is cold and you got to. You have to shoulder your responsibilities. You got to figure your stuff out. Right. Who you want to be. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's, there's a lot of people in this world that have both of their parents, and they still do what they want to oh, do. Oh, yeah, and they still <laughs> fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, that really don't matter. Yeah. Right. How do y'all feel about, I guess, you know, the welcoming of Meg the Stallion into the hip-hop community now? I love her. She's dope, <laughs> Why do you man. love her? <laughs> huh? Why do you love her? I just like her fucking rhymes is dope. She's bad as fuck. Mm-hmm. She, Big old freak. Hey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she, I mean, she's coming up as a female rap artist. Um, but how I do don't you really have like- no ill comments towards her, really. I don't either, but I, I'm starting to see an issue with, I feel like, the way they're marketing her. With what? What do you, what? Like, I feel like they push more her sexual Bro. Know, appeal than they do her actual lyrics, like. You barely hear oh, they got bars. Wait, what? Niggas, he like, got bars. Oh, I'm saying that's how she's being marketed. I okay, think but that's what, they do that's that been happening for years. Yeah. yeah, what are you talking about? They do it with Cardi? Lil' Kim? With, uh, Cardi. Yeah, uh, Nikki. But they <laughs> do it with everybody. But I feel like the I feel like the only person Cardi. who hasn't, and she's not, I don't want to know if she really, like, I don't think she rapped, but her, H-E-R, like, She's yeah. like the only person who hasn't been like really sexualized in that aspect. And there's nothing Wait, wrong who? with it. I don't see nothing wrong Her, with sexualization LMA. or whatever or not. She's not really a rapper. Oh, she's no, she a female artist, and I'm just yeah. saying. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's good. First off, well, I'm just talking more so of the fact that, you know, Meg. But are we really going to try to say that she's being over sexualized and not like really taking account that almost everybody is? So. No, I'm Good saying like, he's more of like a little, like a little. Yeah, I think me- most people can't get past the fact that they're marketing her sex appeal to actually get down. Like she actually saying some shit, versus like not to say like she don't cardio or nothing, but you know she's not the most lyrical miracle person out here. So uh, they say sex sells, so I mean, what sells, BJ? <laughs> and Come on. Even- even if they wasn't over sexualizing her, you you trying to say that she don't have like she not good? 
I didn't again. I didn't say that. I said I think <laughs> she's a great rapper, but I feel like she gets marketed more so for her sex appeal than her yeah. actual front. Okay. It sells, bro. But you're not really saying nothing because so do everybody else. Yeah. Okay. I, I just want to. All right. I guess I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you lost us on that one, B. It's okay. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to Joe Budden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, popular opinion, Joe Budden. Yeah. I'll go sit in the corner. Yeah, I'll meet uh, you there. Oh, all right. Uh, so, have y'all had a chance to listen to the DJ Khaled album yet? I have not listened to it fully. Me either. Oh, okay. I think DJ Khaled coined it, so I really listen to his album. <laughs> Great honesty. So, y'all didn't even prepare for it. All right. Okay. Putting that on the yeah. checklist. I tend to listen to stuff when the hype dies down. You know. Facts. I can't I mean, really now, get into it when a lot of people are telling platform me. Platform that we gotta, you know, stay stay in touch. You know, True. Stay current. Bro, yeah. California next. Well, I got a two-hour I mean, flight tomorrow. Have, so. I mean, but he has SZA and uh, Cardi and yeah, Chris and, yeah. Yeah, he, I don't even know if I really heard him on there. <laughs> me either. Another but, one. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just heard DJ Khaled in the background. <laughs> I listened to it at first, and then I kind of like took a step back, and then I realized there ain't no Drake feature. <laughs> huh? I know, so, man. Because Drake is uh, really uh, present on all Khaled albums, so I'm kind of confused at the lack of him. Is it beef? <laughs> is it? <laughs> I mean, Drake's doing big things right now. Move on. No, we're not moving on, Wes, because he's the biggest artist in the world. So you Definitely. Have to... I agree. Six. <laughs> Who? You, you want to argue that point, X-Ray? Huh? Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, that's okay. I know, I know you got all that OBO stuff in your closet, so I'm not even gonna try to argue. All of it. <laughs> DJ remind me of DJ Academics. They just love. Oh, wow. All right. Hey, I got something that um I think would be interesting to talk about real briefly. Okay. Okay, so just to be honest, I wanted to say this earlier, but we kind of went through with it. Um, I personally did not know a lot about Nipsey. Um, in the beginning, I only kind of started looking into him once he started going with uh, Lauren. Okay. Um. So I mean, and before I really dove into his music like that, um, for me, I just thought you know they had a beautiful family, they look good together, you know they look happy, and I admired that. Um, and that's kind of what drew me into his uh, presence. And then, you know, after his death, I definitely took a deeper dive into who he was because I really didn't know much about him. So what is it that people get so upset that when you don't really know somebody like that, but you try to tell them, you know, rest in peace, that people get so upset and hostile about like, okay, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't know him. I didn't follow him. But Good he died, and I and I feel bad. I feel bad for his family, his kids, his girl, his right. wife. So can I just share my my sorrow for that? Why is it got to be a big thing? People just, people just like to be the first person to discover stuff, and they love to disprove everyone else about it. Like, they That's love it. just, you know, just shitting on people because it makes them feel better. Like, they found out Nipsey first. Like, I've been listening to Nipsey for, like, 
10, 15 years, like way back in his mixtape days. I don't care if people want to say rest in peace to him. He was a great man. Not everybody's going to find that artist the exact same time you do. It's not like, it's not like something that you have to do. Like, like you know, I was, yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not, people find different stuff in their lives. For a reason. You know what I'm saying? So at different times, I like agree with both of y'all. Yeah, you can't just break everything down. And like, and it's just, it's annoying when people do that. That's like the it most. It really is. It's like, um, this man just lost his life. And the only thing we can do is be in competition about who didn't listen to about him. About who man. listened to him. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you, you're not allowed to be sad. You wasn't. Yeah. Crazy. And I don't, right, get, I don't that get it. Because God forbid that anybody close to me dies or, you know, me myself. I don't care if you knew me or not. If you're going to tell me rest in peace and give my family your condolences, that's fine by me. I'm not. And yeah, I hope nobody I better, else in my family be like, no, here. you didn't know her. You didn't mess with her like that. Don't don't put her name in your mouth or anything like that. Like, what mm-hmm. what is that, that all of that about? It's a respect well, thing. A lot of people, like, feel like it's fake love. Like, people try to, like, you know, capitalize yeah. on people's deaths. Like, yo, I'm going to get off this fact. You know, he, I'm going to just show him the most love to Nipsey. He dead. So I'm going to give, like, memorial posts every hour so people can show, like, I was really, like, in love with dude. And I could get mad retweets, et cetera, et cetera. And a lot of people, I guess, are like kind of watching that, like, yo. It's like, not even yeah. about that, man. Yeah, it's not even about that. Like Natalie said, man, I'm sure the whole world's seen his woman in the movie ATL. So, you know, we just really gravitated. Well, not me, but some people really gravitated towards. Oh, it's Lauren yeah. London. She's a pretty girl. Let's see who she's dating. They see she's dating this this man that likes to burn sage before they leave the house. Like, who does that? That's that's like a beautiful thing, you know. So, everybody just gravitated towards Nipsey. So I sh- I feel like saying, "Rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle." I feel like it shouldn't be a competition. It should just be like, I respected this man because he is what a lot of women wish they had. You know, kind of like what a lot of men aspire to be. And, yeah, and even in like day to day. Yeah. Even in like day to day life, like there's a lot of people that in my personal life, like that I haven't talked to or communicated on a day to day basis that I know from my childhood, from my teenagers, or, you know, from in my past that I don't talk to every day. But, you know, it's no, I don't have no animosity toward them. You know, we just grew apart and we grew up. That's all. But if it's something life. happened to them, I'm still going to. I'm still going to have that hurt. It hurts to have someone you know, whether y'all had the best relationship or not, to to leave like that, you know? Whether yeah. it's good or bad, bad. That's it, Natalie. I know you heard the saying, even if we on good or bad terms, I still want the best for you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's it. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. I don't pay that no attention, to be honest with you. Because right? if you if you feed into it, you get more power. So I just don't even feed into that. You want to say rest in peace to whoever you want to say rest in peace to, that's your business. You know what I'm saying? If I like it, I'm going to like it. You know what I'm saying? If I don't like it, I'm going to keep it moving. That's the problem with, with today. Social media and everything on social media, everybody got to insert their opinion. And then when you disagree with their opinion with your opinion, they want to reassert their opinion like it's fact. And it's yeah. annoying. It is. Yeah. I think that's different. And you know, in general, you know, because a lot of people do. I feel like the the most vocal people on the internet are the people that won't say shit to you in person. Mm-hmm. That's true. So That's they, true. they feel like you know, I'm behind this computer. I could be the most vocal. I could be Debo on this bitch. Mm-hmm. Got it. See you in person. They talk. Oh yeah, tell. people love to talk noise on the fucking internet. That's it. Yeah. 
They so tough. Drake said it best. I'm not the type of nigga that I type of niggas. Facts. See, but I'm the one that has all OVO shit in my closet, though. Hey, you know me. I'm drizzled out. Tick, tick, tick. My boy on the TV right now. <laughs> oh, the game. The game, yes, sir. All right, who y'all think going tonight? What'd you say? Uh, who you think? Well, now you probably don't know nothing about this. Not to wow. say because, like, not. Um, no, it's fine. All right, we're going to start like this. All right. Uh, <laughs> I know you don't watch basketball, so, like, who y'all think you think the Bucks going to close out the series tonight? Uh, from oh, the no, looks of yeah, I hope I hope so. But the way it's looking, Toronto's pretty loud, so I don't know. <laughs> pretty loud. I mean, nobody really care. Golden State winning the whole chip anyway. Of course, of course, they got Steph Curry, man. KD come back, bro. Let's go. You said who? KD Durantula. Who? He's back. Yeah. All right. You know his name. I just got a report that said that he might leave the Warriors this summer and go. Possibly to the Clippers. Another ring. Somewhere else. It don't matter. I highly doubt that. What Clippers or him leaving? Well, he need to come to the Wizards. No, he said. Uh, West made a statement saying he go anywhere else, he get a ring, and I said I highly doubt that. I said he get the ring, no matter where he go. Oh, 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 okay. Excuse me. Oh, you mean like this season? Gonna get that ring? Definitely see what happened. We put them one that series, bro. Like they swept. So, BJ, take us home. Natalie can't really get in on this. Take us home. <laughs> <laughs> take us home. <laughs> Where we going? <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I'll sit down. <laughs> you're, about, you're supposed to be in the kitchen. Oh. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. BJ. Female rights. Hey. <laughs> 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 Any of y'all had a chance to listen to uh, Tyler the Creator or anything? He said, well, first off, let's start off with is anybody a Tyler the Creator fan? <laughs> I love yeah. Tyler. Nah, I'm going to pass on that one. Why? That's just, just a little weird to me. I'm not really with that weird shit, you know, so I just, I'm going to pass on that one. I like all different different types of things. Like I like creativity and originality. So that's I like to I don't think he has like a bunch of music, if that's what you're asking me. Mm. He has a couple bangers. I know he had that freestyle with ASAP a couple of years back. That's the only one everybody cares about. That's the <laughs> one. I, I was praying to God that they released that. I love the song with Pusha T and uh, him and Pusha T, Trouble in My Mind. That was dope. Yeah. BA, you know. Yeah, I don't really listen to a lot of him. Yeah. I mean, His I don't think album he bad pretty, or whatever. I like two songs on there. It's pretty good. Okay. Do y'all still listen to any any old heads? Is what I'm. What, what I guess what I'm asking. Like, do y'all follow like Red Man and Method Man releasing albums, or you know, anything Are they still releasing albums? Bro, of course. I didn't The Wu Tang just coming out with a series on Showtime, so you know. Yeah. I heard about that. It's the Wu, bro. Mm-hmm. Wu Tang forever. So, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. That OMF chat. OMF, man. Shout out to OMF, by the way. Yeah. We got music video Friday. Uh-huh. Definitely. Uh, Where X at? He said he couldn't make it. He's trying to get into the link, but it's not working. Ah, oh, so damn. Get in here. 
Um, I mean, besides that, y'all got anything else y'all want to talk about? I don't want to run dry and have a lot of dead air. I do. I, I do got one thing to say. I just want to. I just want to give a couple shout outs to you know OMF Jigga, OMF OMF Big Mugger, OMF Ant, OMF Boat, just OMF Bridge, everybody in OMF man. Um, I know this podcast is not about OMF, but OMF is definitely going to change the generation. So that's all that I say. OMF music video on Friday, like Ray said. So. Party. Hey, oh, X, you got to say. I mean, yeah. we pretty much touched on every topic. I mean, we can yeah. revisit some. I feel like there's a lot to say, though. Here is. I'm sorry. I, I'm completely late. That's on me. My Extra late. job was tripping, so my bad. <laughs> uh, so, the, so, a couple things we talked about today. Uh, we talked about that Big Sean video. I know you really want to touch on that. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about Nipsey's, you know, impact or Nipsey's death and everything. How that kind of ties into the whole uh, hip hop elders embracing the youth and the resentment that it causes, and how just in the black community, right, 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 is always self detrimental to us. Um, we touched, we touched on Meg Thee Stallion a bit. Uh, Briefly, because Barrett was on some other shit. I wasn't on some mm-hmm. other shit. I just wanted to. Wait, what you mean? I'm, what you mean some I'm other trying, shit? He was trying <laughs> to say that she's over sexualized. Mm-hmm. Oh. I just feel like they t- they touch more on her sexuality more than. X, he tried to single her out. Yeah, like like Cardi and like Nikki you, and Kim and everybody else I, who's been out here doing can, it was sexualized. Can I talk? Can I talk? Can I talk? Not defend myself. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> what I was saying was like, because you know, Meg is like, you know, that fresh breath of air. You know what I'm saying? So, I like the fact that she can actually rap. You know, she actually writes and all that. So I feel like I I want them to touch more on her lyricist. You know, the lyricist side of her versus her sexuality side. I feel can like I can I interject? Can yes, I interject? Sir. I mean, I know I'm new to this, um, but I think the reason why Meg, I don't know. I mean, I do. I see where you're saying that they're pushing more of her sexual side, but I think even with that, like Meg is doing something that a lot of these new rappers aren't doing. She's introducing these trap beats, these hardcore Southern Texas beats that, you know, these trap artists are doing, but she's actually, you know, putting um, bars with it. And she has bars. I mean, we could go look at her freestyles all day. All day. She got the bars. So we know that she could do that. I, I just think that she's just adding a level of like, Certain but don't, if you go back to her Tina Snow shit, it's different, you know? It, it's just different with her. Bars don't really mean shit anymore in music. And that's the problem. I think that's yeah. the problem in, like... And I was thinking about this when uh, Barrett had said something about, um, you know, the connection, I guess, the resentment between older rappers and newer rappers is because I feel like there's no real requirement, especially in hip-hop, anymore like no one requires you to have talent no one values an actual pen hitting the paper because we have a lot of people that's within this industry that's creating this factory rap that's making money and it's a lot of people's hand in the pot and it's not just genuine anymore and i'm not saying that there's anything wrong with trap music at all because i can see the beauty in both sides but what i am saying is that here we have it meg the stallion you know She's coming up here. She's new, freshman, but she's literally killing it, like, bars. And she's writing her shit. I don't know if y'all uh, saw that there was this 
this thing going on where this girl named Wolf Tyler, she basically was um, saying that she wrote on her Simon Says uh, track on her new album. That's cloud Yeah. Wow. And Meg got, she felt the way. And she, you know, she, she jumped on her live. She had to say what she had to say about it. And she, and basically the girl was like, well, you know, I did this. And she basically wrote a demo track for Juicy J. Juicy J liked it. He got it. And then he wrote his own thing for the hook. And then he sold it to Meg. And then Meg bought it. And then she wrote her own verses. And that's how all of that shit got, you know, misled. But Meg really jumped on her ass and was like, yo, you're not going to sit up here and say that you wrote my stuff. And to me, that's commendable. I commend you. I respect you because you care about your art. And that's literally all I'm asking is for people to at least have some dignity and some pride in the shit that they said or the shit that they're writing. I like that you. I like that he brought that up because we still don't know if Quentin Miller wrote Drake shit or not, right? Yeah, no, 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 no. no, no, no. (laughs) Yeah, we know. (laughs) How you feel about the biggest artist in the world having a ghostwriter? Oh God! How do you feel? You you heard me. You heard me. I mean, but if we're gonna bring up Drake, if we're gonna bring up Drake, (laughs) then we got to talk about Cardi B. Who and, blank- and blatantly open, blatantly open about? Yeah, not I, I even figured caring. we was gonna touch on that because I seen but, that shit on Twitter the other day. But you know, honestly, I don't want to make this about Cardi B because I don't want to make anything, especially when we're talking about Megan Thee Stallion. Because Megan Thee Stallion, I think she deserves everything that she's getting and more because of yeah. her authenticity and because of how she's. I mean, I'm from Texas, so she's Texas as fuck, and hey. I'm just feeling that. Like, I really, I appreciate it. I appreciate what she's doing. I appreciate her entry into this, because I feel I'm, like it's not... I just wanted to be noted that I also appreciate everything that Meg is doing. <laughs> Shout out to Meg. <laughs> Shout out to Texas. Shout out to Texas, bro. Period. <laughs> Shout out to Texas, though, for real. Uh-huh. Nah, but that's just what I had to say on Meg. I just wanted to jump in. I know y'all had talked about a lot of shit. Well, I'm just if that's the case, on the trail. let me ask you a question. If that's the case, if you feel that strongly about originality and art and people writing their own stuff, why is Wale not as big as he should be? And you know, and I agree. Well, I ain't even gonna lie. Like, some of Wale's more recent stuff, I ain't really been bumping with. But nah. originally, originally... Yeah, and I and that's the thing. Like that's I guess that's a real question that we gotta ask the industry, to be honest, because I feel like the industry is not really supporting people that are um original that's out here authentic and writing their own but stuff. Because there's a lot of people out here. I don't like think that. people are even like really they not worried about it. Exactly. They really not worried no. about it. They not no. digging into no it. They just hear what they like and they like what they hear. Because you got these Metro Boomins and everybody chill, making chill, these dope chill, beats. Chill, chill. Metro Boomins <laughs> and DJ shout out to Metro Boomins. But hey, I ain't got no real towards no one who get their stuff written, you know. They literally performing it. It's like you want to send me a beat my email, I can send that to your DM. It's like one of those, like, uh, um, what am I trying to say? Like, this is in no relation to what we're talking about. But what I'm thinking about is there's this movie by uh, Spike Lee. He made, um, it was called Bamboozle. And basically, he was calling out the TV industry. And he was calling out these people that are in film and television and how they're selling out just to make money. And then he also, at the same time, called out the audience because they didn't really require much. 
they were supporting and they were just doing this shit because oh it sounds cool or it looks good but it's really it has no meaning to it and it's really belittling everything that you are including the culture and everything the history behind it and I feel like mm-hmm. when we're talking about hip hop and what it is I think like the like I've, like I said before like there was a trap there's trap music has been around like we're talking about Bun B Pimp C we're talking about Juicy J Three Six Mafia <laughs> Ti Gucci Mane, all of them. Trap music has always been a thing. It's always been around. But when we're getting into like this factory generated like artists and rap, when and I'm talking about your Cardi B's, I'm talking about your the what is the what are they called? Their line of people, the Migos and all of that. When we're getting oh, into all of that, that's when we have like issues because it's like, well, what are y'all really doing? Like, what are y'all contributing to the genre as a whole? And what's but, gonna make y'all timeless? But at I mean, the same if we time, wanna... you know, I can appreciate both sides. I can sit here and listen and really like think on and meditate to somebody who's really delivering some stuff that really got some heart behind it. But I also want to get hyped to shit that don't to do with anything. I mean, you could you could get hyped like we like we're literally sitting here talking about Meg and Meg. You already know if you listen to Fever, she got some hype shit on there. But there's nothing that could, there's nothing that if Meg wanted to get on some deep shit and rap, I would never question it because I know I was like, okay, I know that she could do that. But I think mm-hmm. that's what I'm talking about when it comes to like craft and skill. Like, do you have that, or are you just here? just to generate some shit that really but, ain't even gonna last. I feel like there's a niche for everyone, you know? Not everybody wants to listen to the lyrical stuff. Because like, you can't deny that Migos, like, it, like anything they touch is pretty much gold. It's going platinum. They huh? I mean, not with me it's lately. Because lately, like, Migos really, like, a lot of their shit don't, don't really hit to me. Especially yeah, Culture 2. Culture so, 2 so is I trash. I don't feel that way, Migos. I'm in Atlanta. Don't Nah, I'm good. Right. Man, Migos is trash. Oh, <laughs> they they, they ain't really hit. I just think that they like, put out. Yeah. I, they put out the catchy shirt. Yeah, and there's money there. There's money there to be made. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I'm saying, is it? Is it? What is? What do we value more? Like, are we out here to make some catchy shit that's just gonna be for the time, or are we gonna do some shit that's gonna? Okay, that's but, I last. Like, but I feel they like they are artists that do. But that, I feel like the catchy shit is, you know, it has a place. It has a place. I mean, we not trying to bump no ly- lyrical shit. I mean, well, not no deep ass lyrical shit in the club. You trying to hear some hype shit that's gonna get you up and moving. But again, like saying that, we have plenty of throwbacks that we have that's some hype shit, like Juvenile. Man Scoop. Yeah, like Juvenile. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's some hood ass shit that you could play. Everybody knows. Everybody's been listening to that to, since 1999. Like, and yeah. you mean to tell me that people nowadays, like the Migos, are putting out tracks like that? Nah, that man. we can but, fucking, yeah. that we gonna be referencing? You also gotta think, you don't wanna listen to the same music as your parents, bro. You know what I'm saying? Listen, you don't listen. listen to the juvenile. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm saying, and me, no, I'm, I'm saying, I'll be thinking about like, like what we're gonna listen to when we older, like in the fucking like retirement homes. Like it's gonna be lit. Right, I'm, I'm, I ain't listening to that shit. I'm, I'm an up north boy, so the Davies, the Joey Badass, all that. That's I'm on that. That's that's what I'm listening to. So Nas, Jay Z. G Unit, everybody know me. Fifty Cent, my favorite rapper, still to this day. So, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, old. I don't care. That's what I listen to. 
I mean, I, I, I mean, I have no issue listening to the same music my parents listen to. That me that either. shit don't even phase me. If it's if yeah, it hit, but, it hit, you know. But I mean, but I, I guess what I'm saying is like, and I've been asking is like longevity. You know, longevity in these artists, like in their in their music. Like you can well, be a trap even artist. The way the world is set up, like longevity is not even a thing. You got to think like, how can I make money quick? Because like the attention span of the average human being isn't that sh- that long anymore. But that's not applying to music because music, what you put out, can last forever. And we know that. Yeah, it can. We know that. There's shit that has that we still listen to, like old ass songs. That was yeah. out years okay. ago. So mm-hmm. when it comes to music, we can't... It depends what you're making it for, too. Like, if yeah. you're making some shit that's only supposed to last, like, okay, maybe, like, like a little hit or two, then cool. And I think that's, that's, that's what I'm saying, is, like, if that's the type of artist that you are, let's let that be known off rip. And then, please, at the same please. time, don't take yourself so seriously. And then when people aren't taking you seriously, you can't get mad about that shit. Please. Music is interpretive in general. True. It ain't, so, nowadays, it ain't even about longevity because nowadays these rappers get on it and they get sneaker deals and you know they start focusing elsewhere other than what they <laughs> came in the game to do. Yeah, so. But you have to yourself too, though. That's smart. You got to be a. Yeah. I mean that's true, but I mean when it comes to the other stuff, you, you tend to lose focus on your real passion. You know. Yeah, so, but when you're making music, like music like like Playboy Cardi or some shit like that. Like, you don't really have to focus on the music. You can go in there and make a banger in five minutes, come out, and that shit's on the radio playing for like three. That's no longevity, but yeah. I, 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 say. <laughs> I mean, that's the problem. You know what I'm saying? It's on the crowd. I think that's, that's, I think y'all hit the nail on the head, though, like what y'all are talking about, because I think what it comes down to is passion. And I think that's a lot it. of these people, they're not in the industry to, you know, do what they love to do. Like, this is what they love to do. They are in the industry just to make money, like versus like we're talking about Megan Thee Stallion. This is what she loves to do. She said she was like, I love words. I love to write. So this Mm -hmm. is what I love to do. I'm doing my passion. And so when you have people that love to do this shit, that love to make music, that are in it, like this is what they want to do, then it's different. And like, oh, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to secure this bag Mm -hmm. or I'm just trying to make this money or I'm just trying to do this and that. You know, and it shows. It shows in their work. It shows when they get up on a set and they get on stage and they just on stage, you know, rapping their lyrics. They don't give a fuck about, like, stage production. They don't give a fuck about, like, putting on a show. They're just there just to make their money. Right. And you could kind of tell, like, the type of artist that is. And so I think that that's what lacks. But at the same time, I feel like in the age that we're giving in, everybody's just, like, worried about the bag and nobody is really holding people accountable. And I mean, I, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, everybody has their, yeah. Yeah, everybody has their opinion. You know? Yeah, and you know, and to piggyback on what y'all saying, like when you got these Jay Z, Nas, Fifty, they all got classic albums. In my opinion, personally, I think the last classic album I heard was Wale Ambition. I could still play that album today, like it's brand new. Yeah, that's the one. But I think though, I think the thing is though, yeah, we have like hip hop greats, but I'm not really. I don't think, and I think a lot of people this will probably shock like Natalie and them, but I don't really expect people to be like them you know what yeah. i'm saying i'm trying to look for somebody that has like what's different like what's gonna make me think oh well that's that guy or he's not trying to be like that guy there's a difference from taking inspiration right. but what makes that person different because i asked him about tyler the creator and not not everybody was feeling him how do you feel about it 
Well, <laughs> well, I already know, like, Tyler, the creator, personally, I like Tyler, the creator. I've always liked Tyler, the creator, but I've always known that Tyler, the creator is like an acquired taste. Like his music is not for everybody. Just like I love Solange, but I understand that Solange's music isn't for everybody. Yeah. Like they make different type of music and it appeals to a certain, a certain audience. It's more but, on a... Wouldn't um, that be the same uh, thing with Migos and them? Yeah, I was just about to say audience? that shit. It's not for everyone. You it's personally, not. well, this is no, this is what I was get, about to get into oh, though. What I was saying is like their their music is on like another scale of like of artistic, like an artistic form. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not putting music out like, oh, this is just about that's gonna make money. They're doing that in the intent to like create art. There's always a concept. There's always something, and you can tell that there's some heart being put into yeah. it. That's what I'm saying about their music and the difference into like a lot of these new age rappers that are just here that's just you know putting out factory music to make money to generate money just to get money instead of like putting their heart into their craft that, that's well, my i'm argument. not really hating on nobody's like you know hustle though you know you're gonna exactly. do what get you're gonna money, do you know? and if some people gonna like you some people not gonna like you whether they think you got the goodest shit or the worst shit you know you just press you just skip skip it yeah. yeah amigos changed the culture though because you know honestly before them nobody was thinking about these iced out grills and these iced out chains that wasn't big that wasn't really that was, i mean that was, i wouldn't say that, that. Really i would not say that because you got you got your nelly yeah i mean you got your they had they had gold that was chains out here and everything but full of diamonds and your teeth your mouth full of diamonds uh, that was, yeah. i mean that's a it's a southern thing it's a southern thing because i mean being in Texas, that's a southern you thing. See it a lot more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a southern it's thing been that here they since do. I was a kid. <laughs> that's a yeah. southern thing. Like Little Wayne, all of them. You know, they they all did that. So I mean, Migos just. I don't know if I don't even like saying that they represent Atlanta for real oh, like no. that because I just feel like that's just like a down, that's just like a slap in the face to Outkast and like yeah. all of them. So it's just like, bro, I can't, I don't know if I would even say that. But as far as the new generation, and that's what's scary to me, if we're going to say if this is new, it generation, is new generation, it's just like, damn, there has to be something. There has to be something else out of Atlanta than just me, goes. You can't tell I, that me. That damn Chief we'll Keith, I blame him. I don't think people give uh, 21 enough credit either. <laughs> I mean, if you want to get into 21, he's technically not even from here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You from the UK. <laughs> yeah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. <laughs> he's he technically not even from here. We're going to get into that. But I'm, I don't know. I just... I can respect, like Natalie was saying, I can respect somebody's hustle if that's what you want to do. But like I said, like... I guess like that should be known, fam. I mean, there's a lot of people out here that want that. I feel like have the passion that deserve the clout. Like you were mentioning, like Wale. Wale, I feel like Classic. he deserves to be talked about a lot more because he's not, to me, what I would consider as legendary. Yeah. You know, I feel like he's still out here. He's still out here trying to make his mark in the hip hop industry. So he's, he said um, that in ambition. I'm just trying to be legendary. He said it. I mean, exactly. So I just feel like, you know, there's people out here, but right now there's hip hop is pop music. Yeah. There is no real, there's no pop like stuff like in the early 2000s. You knew the distinct pop, like what was pop music, but now hip hop is everywhere. Yeah. Like you can even tell the way that they changed the festivals, like Coachella, like I've been in the past year and this year. And there's a lot more trap artists there than there, than there was last yeah. year. 
because they can tell that pop music is now trap music. That's where the money's at. And it's really interesting because, you know, you got these white kids in here that's in this uh, genre and they're, they're, they're eating this shit mm-hmm. up. And so they got to, they got, it's supply and demand right now with that trap music. Shout out Lil Nas for firing back with Old Town Road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. You know, I love to see a black man get paid. You know what I'm saying? And especially because they didn't, they weren't going to let him into the country genre. And so he had to put, you know, white ass Billy Ray Cyrus on his shit for them to even recognize him. And in that right. They didn't even him. recognize They're him then. Yeah. Uh, did y'all see that. that he got signed by Wrangler? I guess, the the Wrangler deal. Yeah. Like, I guess, oh, that's dope. Wait, who did? Little Nasek, we got to deal with Wrangler and uh, country country folk weren't too happy about it. Man, yeah, no, they at weren't. All. They were they were pressed. Man, listen, and I'm just like, you know, at this point, as black people, uh, you know, I hate centering, you know, especially racist ass white people in the center of our conversations. Yeah. Like when we're out here, we doing our thing. We don't have time to focus on that, like because we got to keep moving forward. And these racist ass white people, they're gonna keep on hating and doing what they got to do. And I just feel like you got to look at them that way. And, you know, that black boy shining out there. And I, I'm i glad he just keeps pushing forward past all of that, to be honest. Y'all said he signed with Wrangler? Yeah. 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 I had to go give me some of them boot cuts to support my brother, <laughs> man. Come on, <laughs> 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 Got to get a pair of them. Um, I mean, so, I get, speaking on, I guess, the longevity and, I guess, standing out, where you know the podcast community is becoming a lot saturated there's a lot of people trying to get into it now what do you guys think we can do differently to stand out because my ultimate goal you know i'm trying to be like you know as big as the joe button podcast i'm trying to go touring i'm trying to do all that i'm trying to parlay this into something bigger you know we all got our little niches and i you know i want everybody to shine and you know i want this to be you know the foundation the starting point for everybody getting their money so what do you think we can do differently to make us you know bigger um, basically just focus on us, you know, not try to figure out, okay, what is this podcast doing and try to make comparisons because when you try to compare yourself to others, then you tend yeah, to get lost. Be original. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, honestly, just not even worried about what other people doing, just yeah. focus on what it is that what what makes you you is what's going to set you aside from everybody else. Mm-hmm. Keep us yeah. genuine. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. Like, and I hate to, you know, be like, yeah, and to piggyback, but nah, but seriously, I do think that like what everybody said, as far as us being genuine and just being ourselves, because you can already tell in this conversation, we got mad personality, each one of us. And that's enough to like add to it, to make our own show. We should never try to, I mean, we could take inspiration of course, but you know, with our cast that we have right here, you know, I think that we can push the envelope and talk about things like hip hop or we could talk about some of these like crazy ass laws that these people are out here making. But, you know, we can talk about the things here and this is our place and whoever wants to follow us, you know, they become part yeah. of that family of the conversation of that we're having in the ongoing conversation. And I think that we should definitely promote yeah, that. Because people, Keeping the conversation going. Everyone, you know, in the world everyone's got different feelings towards everything um we do too exactly and you know everyone's not going to agree with everybody someone's going to pull more towards somebody else rather than you and it's nothing to be heard about or hurt feelings about just everyone got a different opinion and they're going to gravitate to who they you know feel like they just have more in common with and we just gonna 
that's who Definitely. we're going to draw in. And at the end of the day, that's all that really matters. I think yeah. at the end of the day, it's all love. It's all, all love, love, man. The biggest, joke. Thing, the biggest thing I think uh, we need is consistency. And I, I think we also need to be a, not be afraid, you know, step out on that ledge and, you know, have that friendly debate. You know, as long as we remain, remain you know, respectful. Definitely respectful. It's all love. Yeah, but we should also never be afraid to take that step on the ledge, you know, and be like, like somebody's like, you know, everybody's like, you know, I love this person, but you like, I don't fuck with that. I think we should be able to be like, you know, fuck that. And also, I'm gonna be different. Also, you know, not just let's not only just talk on like what's trending, you know. I mean, of course, we want to hit on trending topics, but just in general, what we feel in like in general, something that happened to us personally, like Marvel versus DC, depression, <laughs> please, depression. It's a lot of us that go through depression, so yeah. Pers- yeah, yeah I think that's thing. a big, big, big deal, especially because May is Mental Health Awareness Week, yeah, and anybody that knows me knows that I'm really big on that so shit, man. So that I, next, I next think episode, so. like, yeah. I mean, it's what it's whatever, man. It's whatever y'all want to yeah, do. I'm down definitely. with it. Yeah. I feel like we need to we need to get in like a a group chat. So instead of being like smacked in the face, we have a an idea of the topic, you know, <laughs> an idea, and that way we can get our thoughts together. Because I don't want to be uh, no, I wanna, hold on. Well, I thought. <laughs> I wanna, <laughs> let me Google. Right. Started, like not everyone being introduced at first added more to the this or like the authenticity to it. You know, mm-hmm. at, like the first episode is like you know us showing like learning, like oh, okay, this person likes this, this person likes that, and I feel like that's how the relationship will become more organic and the conversation will be better. Definitely. Yeah, yeah that's so, that's good. Now, definitely. You know, for the first episode, but like you said earlier, in order for us to get comfortable to step into debate, we want to first get to know each other, you know, talk on a consistent basis so we know, okay, that might offend this person or, you know, that might offend this person. But so we just also gotta, knowing yeah. how to talk about it. Definitely. And accept each Cordially. other's point of views. Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah. Because I'm not going to feel exactly how you feel. You're not going to feel exactly how I feel. But to be able to just listen, take it in, and move forward with it with no hurt feelings. Yeah, definitely. It's about being open, really. Yeah. And if you're going to have engaging, if you're going to engage in dialogue, you've got to be, you got to be willing to be open. open. Yep. And I think that's what we need to create here and um, just create that space. Um, I really do appreciate, uh, you know, Barrett for really being the, like the one that kind of was like yeah I want to do this let's do this and I when he mentioned it I was like yeah I'm down bro like that sounds that sounds legit and especially when he was telling me about the inspiration of Nipsey and everything and in the light of his death I just think that it's good that we can you know get some people of color you know together and have conversations about bettering ourselves and the people around us and whoever decides to listen to us I think it's a great idea yeah, definitely Applaud you for that, BJ. Oh, that's nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But no, I definitely think that, like, you know, besides just staying on what's currently trending, what's currently being talked about, and big things that's happening in the world, like, also what's, like, our personal lives, too. Like, we don't got to get too deep into Mm -hmm. it, but, you know, shit that happens to us or that we go through or that we may think on a day-to-day basis, just, you know, little things that pop up in our our regular lives too yeah i think we should do one about mental health i'm gonna just say that mental health is a real good one and i'm just throwing that out to the future whatever we decide to do do whenever we decide to do it i'm down next episode we can do that we could definitely do that yeah and i'm actually like you know actually research like facts and statistics and things definitely out here rambling 
And um, another thing, um, bullying, because there's a lot of kids taking their own life, you know, these days. A lot of black yeah. kids, of black like kids that too. Huh. It's wild. Yeah. Wild. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, any final thoughts? Any last words? It's nice interacting with you guys, man. It's, it's mm-hmm. felt great. Good. Yeah, it was nice. Cool. I hope you know we could keep this together again. I apologize because I was hella late, but next week we're gonna be on schedule, we're gonna be on time, or whenever we decide to record, I'm definitely gonna be on time. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Though, we need to, I got the opportunity to do this as well. If like a better a date works better for you, we can do that. Yeah, I mean, this is fine. It's just, <laughs> yeah, it was just the day to day. I was on duty, so yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, thank you for being a part of this. And uh, whoever does happen to listen, I appreciate you taking the time out to listen to us. And uh, that's pretty much all we got for you today. Uh, Signing off. Signing off. (laughs)